Welcome into another episode of League of Ordinary Gentlemen, again taking place at Stax Omega Grill in Greenville, South Carolina. Once again, we have Sean Stone, owner of the highly disappointed Reverend Stone team, and then Doug Appleby, the overjoyed owner of uh, Crows Before Hoes. Welcome in, guys. Appreciate it. So, I do not appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sure you don't. So anyhow, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. We're gonna go with the uh, recaps of last week. We'll talk a little bit, talk a little more about about what happened. They had some very intriguing games this week. They both came down, they both came down to Sunday and and Monday night games. Um, we'll start with Crows Before Hoes and the Upstate Rifles. So I'll go ahead and talk about this one first because I'm highly disappointed and angry. Um, Doug beats my Upstate Rifles team that I thought was better. Um, 112.6 to 106.1. Excuse us as we get a coffee refill. Um, Thank you. Really, this game came down to Le'Veon Bell and Kareem Hunt um, is, is really what it broke it down to. Le'Veon Bell goes 34.6. Le'Veon Bell's Kareem Hunt goes 34.6. And Le'Veon Bell goes for 24.5. Uh, really just leading, leading Doug's team through to the 112.6 to 106.1. Uh, it took three injuries and a uh, and a, a lackluster performance by Jordan Howard because great game script got away uh, for Doug to win this one. Um, any thoughts out of you two, Doug? I'm just going to preface: if you talk, I don't really care. My my only thought is, like you said, I mean, I had basically one out in this matchup. It was multiple injuries and multiple touchdowns overturned. That was about my only chance. And Michael a, Thomas had two touchdowns overturned, one where his elbow was down uh, on, like, the half-inch line, uh, and uh, which resulted in a Mark Ingram touchdown. Um, but at the same time, uh, you got a monster performance out of Greg Olson, which was probably a little unexpected to offset some of that. Um, and, you know, Keenan Allen wasn't really doing much when he got hurt in the fourth quarter. The Antonio Brown thing is just unlucky. But uh, I think you made all the right plays. Just things didn't uh, didn't shake your way this week. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. And Jordan Howard, like I said, the game script got away. I think he averaged 3.9 yards a carry last week, so not not terrible. Um, Leonard Fournette going down and in at the very end really kind of hurt there too. Um, but overall, just you know, it wasn't a week. Still still put up a solid 106, but. You know, it's, it's funny you say game script gets away from Jordan Howard, but you look at the first game of the year when him and um, Tariq, Cohen. Tariq Cohen go off. You know, it was they were the game script, and they should have continued to be the game script no matter what. You know, they are yeah. the passing game, they are the running game, and Jordan Howard's a beast. He can do it all. You know, <laughs> yep. but we were talking a little bit before as as we were eating and just talking about who are dudes who own the backfield. And really, Howard could be one of those guys yeah. on a team. It yeah. doesn't matter. Um, I mean, it only matters that, that he's getting a little bit of a timeshare and that the receiving core is just depleted yeah. and, and that they kind of have to do that. So, I mean, it's – it's yeah. Howard had it. Everybody Howard. played who they should have played. Yeah. Right? It, it was. I mean, I played my – I pretty much played my optimal lineup because I'm not going to put in guys like Michael Crabtree and Marquise Goodwin. Granted, I can go back and say if I would have, I would have won. But I wouldn't have ever played him, just like Doug would have never played Sterling Shepard over the, over the guys that he did. And then, I mean, nobody saw. First of all, nobody saw the Giants putting up 29 points against the Eagles uh, with Eli Manning at the helm. 
I, re- I read something uh, this week. The Bears are averaging like 12 less plays per game on the road than at home. I think they were yeah. on the road last week. They were. Mm-hmm. At Detroit. Mm-hmm. So that has something to do with it as well. They just, you know. They're averaging a, a, a league low in, in, game, in, uh, in plays this year. They actually had two weeks ago, they – they ran less than 50 plays in a game, yeah. uh, which the average NFL is like 65 or 63. Yeah. Yeah. They're in like 42 or something like that. Right. Um, that offense is just no good until they let Mitch Trubisky start throwing the ball, which when they do throw the ball, they play well. Yeah. Um, but he hasn't been throwing the ball of late. A little more the last couple of weeks, but yeah. So I think some of that is game script dependent as well. They've gotten down and can't really justify just running the ball when you're down by 14 points in the second half. Yeah, no, for sure. And like you said, I mean, everything went – the only way you could have won is if, you know, Jesse James drops that, that touchdown. Juju Smith-Schuster doesn't get in the end zone on a 75-yard catch. Yeah. Um, looked like he kind of quit at the end of that play. Uh, they fake the spike and throw an interception instead of kicking a field goal. Right. In which, oh, by the way, that's my kicker. That's three points. And then you go into overtime. So um, I'm not I'm I'm not mad though. Yes, I am. And uh, Jacksonville had a defensive touchdown overturned as well. Yeah, so three, three, four total overturned touchdowns this week for me. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. But I mean, my defense still put up 16. It could have helped with the (laughs) the additional six. Oh, by the way, I lost by six and a half. So that would have been that that would have been very very nice. But no. I feel like it was just a little bit of positive karma from my semifinal matchup last season when I had the best team in the league and I put up like 80 points in the semifinals <laughs> and get housed by Billy. Well, you have a chance to make it up now as we move on to the next game and go uh, and talk about the Fat Bottom Girlies. Pulling out a win against Reverend Stone, Sean, as he rolls his eyes in disgust. I'm so mad. <laughs> and he's still angry. I feel about like this I won loss. this season at the draft. And then midway, whenever like the whole Zeke Elliott thing was turmoil, I feel like I was still winning. Um, I don't. I, this is a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. I, I have half a mind to take my microphone and go home. <laughs> um, is this is bad? But I leave a lot of points on the bench. But I don't feel bad about my plays. You know, like Greg Olson going off really hurt me. Um, and as a Panthers yeah. fan, it didn't hurt me. You know, I was really excited uh, just about that statement win that the Panthers made. Panthers the looking great going, going um, to the playoffs. But, like, that's that's Good targets morning. that went to Devin Funches while Greg Olson was out. You know, and, and, and Funches was eating those things up. But uh, he, he was hurting with his shoulder half the time this game, so it was – it was hard. The matchup was right, you know. You you pick Julio Jones against Tampa Bay's secondary. You pick Devin Funches against Green Bay's secondary. And you don't pick Mike Evans over Tampa Bay, except yeah. for the fact that it's in division and it's on Monday night, and he yeah. got angry. Well, Mike Evans hasn't been Mike Evans this year. We can all agree on that. Until um, Monday night. Yeah, until Monday night. The big thing that hurt you is, we talked about earlier, Alex Collins getting stuffed inside the three, three times on the same drive. Four times on the same drive, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Because they went for it on the fourth down. Um, you would think that a 27-10 ball game that he would have had a great game. But he just, they stopped running the ball with him because he got stuffed at the line every single play. Something with the Browns' defensive line. They just figured it out this week. 
Um, granted, the secondary forgot how to play. But uh, in the game that early was close, uh, going into halftime was close. But, you know, Billy got big plays out of Case Keenum, who's been good this year. Um, he literally made every right play, every right call. Kenyon Drake has a great game. LaShawn McCoy goes for two touchdowns in a 24-16 win over, over Miami. Evan Ingram figures it out again. Um, he's had a, a rough past couple of weeks. I mean, his worst play was DeMarco Murray against San Francisco, which was a surprise. I mean, DeMarco Murray hasn't been hasn't been the DeMarco Murray of past days. He's just yeah. old. I think it's time for him to hang it up. But, um, you know, 10 points out of his kicker. You guys both put up solid amount of points. You both had really good games this week. Um, that means nothing to me. But Russell Wilson has no solace. Russell Wilson getting beat 42 to seven by the Rams, which happened really hurt earlier in the year. That's the only one that I feel like I should have saw that coming. Yeah. It just would have been tough to play Rodgers coming off you know six seven weeks of injury. Yeah. yeah. Over a guy who's just been like white hot and yeah. played great at Jacksonville. Last oh week. yeah, that yeah. was I think, and that was the tipping point for me is like he just toasted Jacksonville. Right. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That. And the thing is, uh, Rodgers didn't even play that great. He still threw three picks. Yeah. In a mm-hmm. game. Um, which you don't see that at him. He was not Aaron Rodgers, no, which is why they shot him. Thrown balls, yeah, right? which is like, why they shot him down for, on the IR and put him back on the IR this week. Um, he wasn't the Aaron Rodgers of old, and I think we all kind of thought that. But because they got down early, they started. They just threw the ball, threw and yeah. when Aaron Rodgers in the game, you throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of their Achilles heel in some ways, though. Is like. Because he's so good, they tend to just rely on, like, oh, let's just let him win it for us. Yeah. When, like, they've been running the ball well the last three or four weeks and playing decent defense, sometimes you just got to kind of lean on that and yeah. let Rodgers be Rodgers in crunch time. Yeah, yeah. Not forced yeah, too much I mean, on him. Essentially what happens here is I'm Devontae Adams and Bill is Thomas Davis. And I'm out. <laughs> yep. Which I only want to get into him getting suspended out two cold. games. When Rob Gronkowski only got got suspended a game for for that dirty hit, but um yeah I mean your plays weren't bad I I think you have to go with Alex Collins against a team that has been giving up rushing yards yeah. over a hundred games over a hundred yards a game for the past six games um it's just finally this season this game that decided to to have enough of it um so I don't know that I would have paid Jerry McKinnon over him either um it, again we can always look back and say hey I would have done this I would have done this um. I, I kind of I almost got bit by you got to play your studs, but Devin Funches has been a stud this year. So um, who, who also dropped a touchdown by the way? Yeah, caught yeah. it, got sandwiched in the end zone, and dropped the ball. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Antonio Brown dropped a touchdown when he hurt his leg. Just saying. Ugh, that was brutal. Yeah. Well, just contused. He'll be back. Unfortunately, now I can go back to hating the Steelers again. So you should live, you live and die by the same sword. But anyhow, uh, let's get into this championship matchup. Uh, Crows before hoes against the fat bottom girlies. The number four seed versus the number three seed. Um, I said it like six or seven weeks ago. Bill, it's time to change your name. You don't have Todd Gurley on your team. So well, uh, let's, let's be honest. Let's I mean, get some creativity. Doug doesn't have Isaiah Crowell either. Yeah, but he had him at the beginning of the season. This isn't like uh, he did draft him. I mean, he changed his name at the beginning of the season. He didn't yeah. roll it over. 
he still gets a ring if I if I'm able to pull pull off the win. So you know, I gotta hold yeah. him in some way. Wow, <laughs> it still gets man, you're nice guy. That's a lot of love. Yeah, yeah. seriously. So let, let's break this down. Um, I mean, Kareem Hunt and Le'Veon Bell are getting hot again. Kansas City has finally decided. Andy Reid has finally decided that Kareem Hunt is the guy. Alex Smith is only as good. He's only good when he's going downfield and when he's handing Kareem Hunt the ball. So, um, I think Kareem Hunt has a has a big game against a, a Miami run defense that has been not good of late. Just gave up 21 points to uh, to Lashawn McCoy. Um, so I, I think that Le'Veon Bell and Kareem Hunt both have big games. Especially, it's going to be the Le'Veon Bell show with Antonio Brown going not not playing this week. Um, you've also got Martavis Bryant. You expecting some big things out of Martavis Bryant this week? Yeah, the the thing that I'm gonna have to figure out this week, and I'm still working on wrestling. You know, I'm still wrestling with this decision. Is I'm gonna probably play Larry Fitz just because he tends to have a decent target floor. Yeah. Um, but my other four guys between Martavis Bryant with ABL, Diggs at Green Bay, who you know Green Bay is really struggling against the pass lately. Shepard and Tate. Um, Tate's fate is at Cincinnati. Their team seems to have, you know, thrown in the towel mm-hmm. and have really been struggling against slot receivers lately. And then we saw what Shepard did last week, but he may get shadowed by uh, Patrick Peterson this week. Yeah. So um, I've got to get that decision right. And then it hurts my heart so much that uh, Legatron was placed on IR. Uh, I know. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. So that that's just brutal. I'm going to have to find some crappy kicker and hope he doesn't get me <laughs> negative points. But Welcome to the streaming kickers game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Stephon Diggs is an interesting play, especially for Green Bay, because with Aaron Rodgers again going on IR, you got Brett Hundley coming back in. Brett Hundley is a dink and dunk. I mean, at a, at his core, he's not. They have not thrown downfield with him um, again, and then again against one of the best defenses in the league. So, I think Stephon. I think Minnesota is going to have the, the ball a lot in this game. Um, it just depends on if if they throw the ball downfield with Case Keenum when they when they get up. I think Minnesota wins this game running away. Yeah. I don't think Green Bay scores a lot of points. So I think with Diggs, you're going to have to get your touchdown early. Yeah. Um, but again, that benefits you because if he does, if they do get up big, they're going to stop throwing the ball with Keenum, and so that kind of hurts. Uh, that kind of hurts Bill on the back yeah. end too. So, and and part of the reason why I've kind of considered playing Diggs over Tate is because so I have Stafford. So if Tate has a good game, then hopefully Stafford's having a good game as well. Bill has Keenum, so that way if Keenum has a good game, I'm hopefully soaking up some of those points right. from yeah. Keenum. So trying to kind of play the matchup there a little bit. I haven't totally made that decision yet, but that was my thinking on it. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Um, let's move to the other side. I think the best play that he has on his board is uh, is DeAndre Hopkins. The matchup-proof DeAndre Hopkins these yeah. days. That guy has been unstoppable. He's soaking up targets. They're deep targets. He's scoring touchdowns with a lackluster quarterback, quarterback who's just not very good. Um, Kenyon Drake's been a good surprise of late too, um, so we'll we'll see what Miami can do. I don't think Miami's going to be say, running the ball. That's a lot, the big but. kind of that's the key matchup here is Kenyon Drake mm-hmm. versus the defense you're starting right now. Yeah, you know, and so like not only is could he eat away points from you, 
on your defensive yep. side, but he's getting positive points in return. So I know the Denver, the projection looks weird, but that matchup actually looks kind of satisfying after after the way Denver has been playing and then the way Washington's been playing. I think that may actually look to be a better defensive matchup. In my humble opinion, I just lost, so it doesn't – it's not worth anything. The reason why I picked up the Chiefs is they, they've allowed, I, I want to say, 20 or less points at Arrowhead in 13 consecutive games there. I'm good, thank you. And uh, You said Arrowhead. <laughs> and uh, – you know, they've played well. They beat the Patriots two weeks ago. They lost last week, but they played well again. And I can just see them going on the road and just laying a total egg at Arrowhead. And, you know, Jay Cutler yeah. being Jay Cutler and making some mistakes. Yeah. So, you know, but that that's – I'm I'm probably the favorite in this matchup, uh, although it's close. But the key for Billy is going to be – he, he's got to get a good game out of Shady and Drake. Like, if they yeah. come out and bust, you know, have one of those 70-yard, no-touchdown games. That was yeah. the biggest scare for me, and it happened. Yeah. They had great games. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think the biggest – the thing that you're not talking about with, with Billy, though, is is his vortex of suck. Yeah. That uh, sucked Russell Wilson in last week to only putting up 11 points and getting blasted by the Los Angeles Rams. But – um. I think Kenyon Drake is a is an interesting play this week. Kansas City uh, on the years allowing 122 rushing yards per game, um, which is a lot of rushing yards. Yeah. But their defense has been playing better of late. It really just gonna it's gonna depend on what the Kansas City offense does in that game. Um, I love that they put the loudest bunch of ladies behind us at this corner, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is soon going to be a podcast for them. Yeah, seriously. So We're good. Thank we're good. you. Thank you. Um, anyhow, let's wrap this up. Who do you guys think takes this one? We'll start with you, Stone. Uh, the spread is one point right now. Less than one point. Projected total points of 97 for uh, Crows for Hose and 96.9 for oh, Fat Bottom Curlies. Oh, yeah, say, Doug doesn't have a kicker, so I didn't think about that. Doug but losing Greg Gerlon, a guy that can that has shown the like sure, put up double digit yeah, sure thing, yeah. every single week, uh, really hurts. So what do you think is going to happen there? I think it's actually going to be a higher scoring game than what's projected right now. Um, mainly just on the Kenyon Drake and LaShawn McCoy front alone, right? Uh, and on top of DeAndre Hopkins. You know, yeah. um, I think that's that's the the biggest thing that I'm gonna say. Um, I'm not. I'm really up in the air. My hope is for the league. I don't want a repeat winner until it's me, right? <laughs> um, and with that, I'm gonna say I hope Doug will win. Which I said that last week. Like I thought you were gonna win, but I hope Doug would win. Yeah. And my hope is really the. Uh, the MVP on your team, Doug, is my hope for you to win. And so I think that that's going to happen. Yeah, I think we said last week, hope springs eternal. That's yeah. right. That's right. Hope springs eternal. So, so you think? I I think Doug does take this one. Um, I hate picking against Billy Baker though because he's shown a propensity to win. I mean, I think he won last year's championship game with a like less than fifty points on the board. It was the worst championship game we've had in the season thus far, or in this league thus far. Um, 
I don't know. I think New England New England has an ability to take away top players. I think they take away LaShawn McCoy. I think that's what they work on. Um, make Tyrod Taylor throw the ball, which he hasn't done well all season. Um, so I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say that Doug takes this one and becomes a becomes a champion for the first time in the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. Uh, I would say Billy his, wins. Gets his trophy like, on that trophy. He overcame a lot. Like that Deshaun Watson uh, injury, yeah. like and he lost Odell Beckham. Hurt him. Yeah, yeah both those hurt him yeah. huge, <laughs> huge this year. So, so yeah. So we'll see what Evan Inger can do against Arizona. Um, there's a lot, a lot of moving parts in this game. Neither one has like a really stud quarterback, but Matthew Stafford again going against Cincinnati, who's been relatively bad. Um, matchups are good for both these for both these teams in this game. Um, I don't see anything glaring that says, "Ooh, that's just a terrible matchup." But uh, except for Greg Zerlock. Yeah, well, he's that's not a matchup though. He's just he's just hurt. Um, him against the should, bad. He'll get he'll get him picked up. He'll get somebody in there though. But, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Crows before Hose over this one. So um, Doug, you're, it's your game. But you see it. What do you see happening? How do you see it playing out? Um, just to since y'all both picked me, just to kind of like get a uh, give some parity. Get some some parity here. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, with Billy here, just so that way you know because it's almost a lot if we all pick me. Then I'm gonna lose, so I'm gonna pick Billy. Get a little juju on the other side. Yeah, and my picking ability thus far has not been great this yeah. season. You're like I've had a couple of good weeks, but the league Corso of our podcast. It's probably pretty That's, accurate. All right, next next year for the podcast, we need to get mascot helmets. There you go. <laughs> Although it's a podcast. Although you won't be able to see like, it. I feel like I'll just send huge. a picture out to everybody. That would be the picture for every every yeah. podcast. Yeah. So. Anyhow, uh, we will have a recap next week. Uh, we'll talk about what happened this season. We'll go over a full season of donkey picks and uh, and just different moves that, that were interesting. We can talk trades, anything's on the table, and then we'll even maybe look forward to next year of who we think might be kept and what we think the draft might look like uh, moving forward. So anyhow, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate a great season of League of Ordinary Gentlemen, and we'll talk to you next week.